0: This is the i Podcast, a podcast for eating disorders, disordered eating, body image and mental health. I'm your host, Queenie June Borgman, and in today's episode, episode 9 of season 5, we're talking about your inner childhood trauma. So guys, welcome back to episode 9 of season 5. I know I should be doing more interviews on psych- with psychologists, with other type of healthcare workers... But uh, we're still in the psychology field for this episode. But, you know, honest to God, I'm not feeling that well. And I will say that to you all who are listening. I mean, the podcast has over 13,000 plays. Thank you so much for that. Um, But also realistically seeing. And I think it's always very important because we're healthcare workers. And sometimes people idolize us as people that like almost like superhumans as in we help we help all of those people we're always you know happy and witty and nothing is wrong but at the end of the day we're still people so um i'm not feeling it that much i have planned uh interviews at the end of august hoping that i feel it better um but as you've known from the epi- uh, from the episodes before this has been a very turbulent year and i just got hurt so many times over and over again that either somebody died or several people died or somebody breaks up with me or it's just at some point you get that point that you're drained and at this point i'm just so fucking drained it is not normal um i'm really like tired and because of me being tired and knowing that i need to take care for myself um I mostly, you know, I I I think I saw this on TV one time. There was a lady that was saying, you know, sometimes you need na- need to take two steps back to step take three steps forward, and I really agree with her. So I'm doing that work wise. Also, you know, with I'm renting a house with a roommate for me. Maybe I'm going to move out. Um, it's just everything that I build up is not in my flow anymore, and I think it's very tricky to do so, because when you are in emotions, then um, decisions aren't always valid, in my personal opinion, um, adding to that, and I think it's a good thing as well, uh, if you keep a current, like, it, it has a certain degree, if you have an emotion, then it can be, you know, an emotion, if you have it a little bit longer, it could be a mood, and if it becomes longer than a mood, it becomes like, a certain state you're in, you know, then it's something the person is known for. And for me I went from having an emotion to having a mood and now I'm thinking that maybe it's going to another level and I'm not I'm not happy with that though. Um and I'm trying to like you know, take a pen, draw a line there and make sure that doesn't happen. So A lot of things cost energy, but thank God the podcast doesn't take that much energy from me. And because of that, we're doing a short episode today. And it would have been a short episode already because it's a lot of work for you and not a lot of work for me. It is the episode I'm going to emphasize something that you maybe did not think about. But should be thinking about when you are recovering from an eating disorder, and mind don't mind yourself if you haven 't think about this. It was something that I um actually stumbled upon when I was dating because the moment you're dating people they um can actually open doors that you wouldn't think about during your eating disorder recovery. And the same goes for me. I was like, wow, well, I haven't worked on this, but I, should, ugh, I still should be working on this. Either you have an eating disorder or not. And that is the title of this episode Your Inner Childhood Traumas. And I am safe to say that everybody has their inner childhood trauma, um, only you have different, you know, like gradations, as in levels from it. Uh, but it should be definitely something you should be working on. So before I step into the different types of trauma, a little heads up how you can work on this. Online, there's a lot of information when it comes down to the childhood traumas. I'm following a lady. Although this is dating related, I do think you will get something out of it. And if you have an eating disorder and you're dating, well, most definitely. And that is at after we. And that's something you should really check out. I was already following her for I think like quite some time, like maybe like one year or something, but um now actively getting what she means i I love the page even more uh so I would definitely recommend her on Instagram at loving me after we because she just gives a lot of insight, not per se on the dating part but why you react on in certain relationships and on not only dating all levels on you know why do you react on how they react on you so it's really that mirroring and that and that mirroring for example somebody would be mad at you how are you reacting well that's something that's based maybe on your inner childhood trauma or maybe not a trauma but still you've learned to react on that anger moment when you were small so that is a very cool cool page other things so this is how you can work on it. For example, if you're on Instagram, of course you can just type in on um on YouTube or in Google inner childhood trauma. You can really just find you know worksheets that can help you with that. I think if I'm looking at this as well, um, you have sites like uh, Mind Body in Green that can help you also you know with this because, let's be honest, a lot of people maybe a lot of GPS. When you're stressed or you're anxious or stuff like that, they're going to write out um medication. But there's no medication in the world that can dim down anxiety, dim down an inner childhood trauma. You should be actively working on it and journaling on what's happening and what you can recognize. So Instagram at we. On internet, you can find out work uh, sheets just by tip you know typing in inner childhood trauma and see what you can you know learn about it by all means don't only take my podcast for it but take different pages for it um, and go on YouTube as well. sometimes I really feel and I think we're such blessed in that way. Thank God we have so many people out there that are learning you something because only one person isn't enough in my personal opinion so Instagram, Google, check that out, find worksheets, how you can work on it, and then YouTube. And I actively, actively and highly recommend you to say, now as you're listening, after you shut down this podcast, after you close it, take a pen and paper and write down what are certain events in your childhood, negative events, that have really hit a nerve, made a scar, and you carry with you still till today and sometimes it can even be things you know that aren't even human inflicted I was talking with my colleagues about it like I'm deadly scared of cockroaches because I've had numerous childhood traumas with cockroaches so everything that is a childhood trauma for you human-based related or even you know insect-based animal-based related by all means write it all down because then you can write down this is traumatic for me and how do I react on it? Then you can see if how you're reacting on it is something that you do not like. And if you do not like your reaction on it, then you can go and work on that. So it really is, this is a cause, this is how I react on it. Is this way of reaction actually making my quality of life go down? Yes then you're actively going to work on it to change that. So that is really the way how you want to do so. So I'm just going to have a few points here from the inner childhood trauma. And mind me, I'm on my work. I'm walking a little bit back and forth while I am recording this. That was a chair. Um, And I'm just going to jump into a few inner childhood traumas. These are the four that I usually talk about with my... um Actually, with the ones that I work with my uh, clients, and do know that the offer still stands that it's 30 euros a month so 30 euros a month for six months for guidance. And then you have the um, ebook with the pop pop pop, forgot the name, uh, with the eating disorder hacks and tips and tricks. We're discussing stuff like this as well. You have an Phone call, a video Zoom call from 30 minutes. You have the food schedule and the training schedule, and the training schedule is something that I have a little disclaimer with it if it is needed. Not everybody needs that. But okay, jumping back to the inner childhood wounds, um, I look at abandonment, guilt, trust, and neglect. For abandonment, for example, it could be the fear of feeling left out or being left uh, behind. You know, maybe a parent died, or maybe. Um, the mother isn't that involved with the child's uh, feelings of you know being left out by children for example if somebody threatens to leave and they always use that as a thing so you're afraid that somebody goes away and then they come back again um, unavailable people emotional unavailable people so you feel emotionally abandoned stuff like that could be in a childhood wound Then we have the guilt wound. So really people are playing in on your emotions. So for example, somebody makes you in that way that you feel sorry or bad for a person, or you have this certain feeling that um, you shouldn't be asking uh, for something because you feel like too much. Um, Guilt uh, has been used to manipulate you, so making you feel guilty. uh, And because of that, or other things, you're afraid to set boundaries. Because if people are using guilt towards you, setting boundaries is hard because they're playing in your emotions. Or um, you have the tendency to f- attract people that make you feel guilty or make you feel that way. Same for people with abandonment. You're going to attract emotional and unavailable people that cannot fulfill your need, and that's kind of funny because you're attracting emotional unavailable people because you're used to that because that was your normal environment, but then again, you wanted confirmation of the person that th- that they are emotionally available for you because you always have been in a situation that you have been abandoned, and believe me, I've had the same for me last dating period as well I in my personal opinion, attracted somebody that was emotionally unavailable. Even almost like in a rebound setting And um, He triggered what I didn't even knew Was some type of abandonment Wound in me So that is shitty as fuck uh, But it's good to know Because then you can work on it Other one, the trust wound Wow, that's such a shitty word Wound um, You're afraid to be hurt uh, You don't even trust yourself People have hurt you so many times That why should you even trust them uh you feel insecure and you need a lot of external validation validation to feel safe. You because you do not feel safe. That is all, almost like a courting. You do not feel safe. That's why the trust wound is there. Um you again attract people who are like minded so they don't feel safe. And that could be even friends. you know, friends that for example if they walk on the street, let's say you have a group of girlfriends um, they always say, "You know if I walk down the street, I always look back twice because I don't I know I'm afraid I'm going to get touched or something, but you also have a people with like the same you know it could be a group friends as well female friends, and they're never thinking twice about that, so you could even attract the same people based on your inner childhood trauma. your friends are could be based on the same inner childhood traumas they have, so this you know um likewise attract in this case." And then we have the last one and that's the neglecting wound, you're struggling to let stuff go, you have a low self-worth, because of that you can get angry easily, also again struggling to say no, you have repressed emotions, you're maybe afraid of being vulnerable and you normally attract people who don't appreciate you or make you feel seen, What again Makes that neglect wound bigger, so you see that pattern here with abandonment, trust, guilt, or neglect. We tend to attract the people that actually make it worse, and the reason why is because we're accustomed to that. We think it's safe because it's something what we got when we were a child. you know if for example, if you were used to your mom leaving the house all the time and she wasn't there for you, and then you find a partner and she does the same, it somewhat feels comforting because that person is doing the same pattern and you're already used to that but then again it's so bad for you so they all have their own you know symptoms if i may say a little disclaimer it doesn't mean that you fit in in just one box in this case it could be different things for me it's abandonment and neglect and trust uh, but not guilt but it could be for another person it could be four things it could for other person it could be two things and that's why i'm actually sharing this with you because Find out what this is for you, really find out. just type in on the internet inner childhood trauma, go to like the photos and um, find this you know inner childhood wounds, find this little index and check out for yourself what is it that you know triggers me from this list because that 's actually your problem, and that actually could very well be your problem for your eating disorder because it 's based on fears now in a moment. You know you know your eating disorder is based on fears. Like I said in the last episodes. You know that this actually. St- it it shares the same ground. And therefore this also will be a problem. That maybe is later upon your journey. Or maybe even now. But it has a correlation with your eating disorder. So that's why I'm attending it in this episode. To make you sure. Actually to make sure you're going to work on it. So guys that's, this was this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um I had my little personal rant, but thank God it's my own podcast episode so I can always do that. Yay. Uh but really learn from this because these are the inner childhood wounds. This will make you attract shitty people in your life that you do not need. And if you work on it, you exactly know what you need in your life. And then again, this all prevents you on getting an eating disorder or stuff like that. Or like a re like how would you call that? A fallback in your eating disorder pattern or something like that. So have a nice day and don't forget to share this podcast episode tag me in your stories and i would love to hear from you so you can always dm me to at imstuff underscore com enjoy your day Thank you for listening to the I'm Stuff podcast. If you would like to know more, you can go to imstuff.nl or to the Instagram imstuff underscore com and start working on your relationship with food today.